Hello, this is Pamela. And this is Whitney. And we are the, the Witch, Witch Source. Source. We are your source for personal and magical empowerment. We are here to help you remember that you are magic. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, we're here today with me, Pam, and Whitney, and we're going to be talking about a new chakra on this episode of Chakras, and it is the Sacral Chakra. So this chakra is the second chakra. So the last episode we focused on the root, which is the base chakra, and it is right at the base of the spine. So the sacral chakra is associated with the color orange and it is uh, about two finger widths below the belly button or so, right in your uh, lower gut area uh, is where the chakra is located. Uh, it is associated with sexuality and creativity. So, if this chakra is off balance, you're going to have emotional and mental health issues, depression, anxiety. You could be overly emotional or overreactive. Um, if you have suppressed or repressed emotions, they're going to be stored in this chakra. Um, it also manifests as you don't trust yourself. So if you're constantly questioning yourself, you find it hard to make decisions. You don't feel like, you know, you just have that confidence within yourself. And it also can manifest as you don't trust others. Fear is a big block. And also should also associated with fear of death and dying. That's, that can block this chakra as well. So fear is in all of us. Right. Of all kinds. Family, money. Uh, am I going to be able to do this and make it? Any fear can block the chakra. So some physical signs that the chakra is off balance or not open or blocked can be digestive issues, bladder issues, kidneys, your period, menstrual cycle not being right, being off. Uh, you may experience your cramping may be worse during your monthly. That would be that it's blocked. Also, um, hurts to use the bathroom, bladder control, kidneys hurt. Uh, I believe you said that though. Um, and another thing, uh, if you're having uh, and imbalances in the uh, infertility. If you're not being fertile, you can't have a child. You're struggling trying to have a child. This chakra will affect that. Mm -hmm. um, urinary tract problems. Mm -hmm. um, despair. Um, low libido. You're blocked. A fear of intimacy. Um And the um, you're over emotional about everything. 
you, you take it a step above like, like people are like well she's really overreacting or he's really like explosive that chakra mm-hmm. is possibly overactive and blocked um, if you are fixated on sex that's all that's on your mind oh I like him I'm gonna have sex with him oh what about him overthinking overactive sexually this is another problem um, if you're manipulative in this way with this using the sexuality to manipulate what you want Mm-hmm. That is an overactive or a block. It's just too much. That's a messed up chakra. Right. So you've got to bring it back into balance so you're not leaning too far to where you are completely blocked or where you're overactive. You want to balance it out to an even to where you're in harmony. You're at peace. There's no pain within this region. And it's physical pain right. of this chakra. And to balance it is really work and confronting a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this chakra is all about I feel. It is the, the feeling chakra. So if you, if you think about it, when you feel emotions, you know, a lot of times your heart center, your heart chakra, you would think that that would be where that's mostly associated. But that's not the case because what happens is every time there's a trauma or you have emotions, there is an energy that runs through your body and it all gets stuck. If you don't let, if you don't let the emotions and the energies flow through you, if you try to stuff, if you try to stop the feeling, if you don't allow it to fully process, it will get stuck in the sacral chakra and it gets stored there. And then all these, you know, issues and problems start to manifest as a result of not allowing that energy to just move through your body, be processed out and released. So there's a whole lot of forgiveness and healing work that has to be done around this chakra. And honestly, it will affect your sexual relationships. It will affect uh, really all of your relationships. Because if you don't feel like you trust yourself and you don't trust others, I mean, all your relationships are going to suffer as a result. And it also affects your creativity. And this chakra is all about your worth and your value. So if you don't value yourself or if you allow others to determine and dictate what your value and worth is, then that's a sign that this chakra is not working correctly. Yeah, it manifests desires and confidence. And it's all about self-worth. It's all about not what you think I'm worth, but what I feel I am worth, what I am worth. And it plays a heavy role in sexuality and desires desires and expressions in that way. So it's intimacy is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And realizing that um, 
today's world is made talking about sex taboo. Oh, we don't talk about this. This is, but as time has gone by, we come out more. Mm-hmm. And I myself, I came to the realization when working with this that I had to forgive myself for using sex in search of self-worth so that the man made me worthy. The person I was with felt I was worthy enough to be with through the sex acts. I wasn't looking at myself as I'm worthy enough from who I am. Well, if I could please him sexually, he's happy enough with me. I'm worthy enough to be with him. And I had to really dig deep and like, no, no. Right. Sex doesn't define my worth. Right. Or who I am. Right. And I had to, a lot of our relationships, I had to pick this person. This was the problem. Forgive myself. Move on. Right. Next time. I mean, it's really picking each relationship and healing it within yourself. Right. And that's a big... I'm 54. I'm not proud of how many men I've been with, but there was quite a few men I had to go through to get that healing. Right. So if you do it, you will feel wonderful. And your self-worth will increase tremendous. And it's kind of like... you need to have the confidence to say, I don't need anything from you because you don't define me. Right. I am worthy. Right. And it's building up that confidence and that strength within yourself. Right. And it's that ability to be able to make the shift from, am I good enough for this person to, are they good enough for me? Right. You know, are yeah. they worthy of me mm-hmm. and it's really holding yourself and your body and your energy as so sacred that they really have to be worth it for you to allow them in because sex is an exchange of energy yes it is it's intimacy it's hearts meeting a lot of people sex is sex one time one night stand so what but take it from me you'll still remember that one night stand whether they were good or bad how they affected you emotionally okay you might not remember their name but you'll remember and it's best just to not even let that come into your worth right Right. Do not devalue yourself looking for somebody to think you're worth something. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, and I think a lot of it, if you really want to get to the root, I would recommend you go back and look at and really think about and spend time with what are your thoughts and feelings about sex? And where why? Did they come from? Yes. Where did they come from? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that way? You know, was it some something your parents taught you? Was it something a religion taught you? You know, where where did it come from? Was it something you watched in movies? Was it something kids talked about at school? You know, 
my parents didn't talk about sex at all. It was not a topic. It was not allowed. I neither. And that within itself created a lot of shame and guilt connected with sex that sex is wrong. You don't do it. Especially unless you're married. Right. You went right. to get married. Right. And that's the big thing that gets stuck. And then if you have sex before you're married, you carry all this shame and guilt. Right. You know, and it devalues you. You devalue yourself because of this idea that has been implanted in you that you are somehow wrong and now no longer of worth and value because you had sex before you were married. And, you know, I'm going to say a couple of triggers here. So I'm going to apologize. But if you've experienced molestation, rape, uh, an assault, well, that affects this chakra as well because that's the womb. Mm -hmm. Now, talking about the womb, if you've had a stillbirth, an abortion, these are things that need to be healed with this chakra. Right. As well. Now, I know these are probably triggers for people. If I have triggered you, your chakra is messed up. Right. You need to dive okay. into the healing. Correct. Now, the way I heal and help to heal myself, I imagine a chalkboard. Black chalkboard. I take my piece of chalk and I write as I'm meditating on that chalkboard everything that has affected the chakra I'm working on. And I look at it, and I read it, and I say, you're not going to do this. I push you aside. I forgive myself for allowing this to happen to me and me doing it. And I take my eraser, and I erase that thing, the whatever I wrote. And I go through the whole chalkboard till I've erased it all. But we still have that white chalk dust attached to that chalkboard. Right. So that's the remnants of all that this happened. Right. So now I go get a wet, warm washcloth, and I'll wash that chalkboard completely clean to where it's a whole new chalkboard. Mm -hmm. I get to start fresh. I'm not going to allow anything to be put back on that chalkboard that devalues my self-worth. Right. And that's one way that you can work on healing it. Imagine a chalkboard. And how did you say that you worked on being able to, how did you do yours? So for me, I, before I do any healing work, unless it's spontaneous, which does happen, um, I try to, you know, first ground, connect, center. Uh, If you're not familiar with that process, you can go check out the root episode, root chakra episode, and we walk you through that process. But I want to make sure that I feel like I'm in a safe and sacred place. Um, that I've created for myself before I sit and allow myself to open. And then I go back to, you know, the conversations, you know, the trigger points, you know, what are the things that I am avoiding looking at? And I just ask and I, I walk and step into this work with the intention of healing and Please show me what I need to know. Please give me the higher soul perspective so that I can heal this. That is my intention. And so for me, I realized that a lot of my sexual blocks 
were actually linked to my father. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but not really when you think about it, because he was the one that, you know, drilled into me or made me feel like sex is wrong. And so that created throughout my lifetime, all this shame and guilt that I carried. And it really has caused a lot of issues in relationships. Um, and now that I'm in a relationship, um, that, you know, is so full of love, I realized I still had this block there. And so I brought up the conversation with my dad in my mind, you know, so I put myself back into the scene essentially, um, that I was in and I just like hit pause and I just said, you know, I just viewed the situation of, okay, I was 15, 16 around there at the time of the conversation when all this was implanted. And I had, of course, for me at that point in time, no sexual encounters at all. And, you know, he came at it with this energy of, he didn't really want to talk about it, which made more uncomfortable, (laughs) right? More uncomfortable and gave me the impression of, you know, all the stuff that set in that we've been talking about, you know, it's wrong and, you know, all the shame and guilt and value and worth, all those issues. And I just had to say, you know what? Pause. That's his belief. That is what he was raised to believe. And he's not wrong for that, but that's his shit. There you go. It's not my shit. And I choose to no longer carry those beliefs. And I just sat with that until I could feel all the energy and the ick and the shame and the guilt just flow away. And so then once I got to that base of, okay, what, what do you believe and why and where did it come from? And I could decide, you know, right here now, no, no more of this. I don't need this, you know, right here, right now in my life, I'm choosing something different. And so when I let go, it kind of just opened energetically the flow of then going back and looking at the past relationships and, you know, sexual encounters that I had. And I could just see, you know, the hurt that I kept carrying in that one conversation with your father. Right. And how you carried it out throughout. Each. Yes. And so then I just went back and I said, you know what, if I had it to do all over again, I would choose differently. You know, some of the things I'm not proud of, some of the things I wish I hadn't done, I can't change it now, but yeah. I can go back and say, I know I would have changed or done something differently or I wouldn't have changed or done anything differently. Right. But I can then say, I forgive myself. I forgive that me who was doing the best that she could at that point in time in her life 
with the information that she had right. and the hurt she was carrying. The sexual education that they were giving away. At exactly. That time. Come on. I mean, exactly. Really. You know, and I just said, I forgive you. I forgive that past me and I love you. I love you. And I sent that down the line and I could feel the healing, the shifting of the energies there. And the next thing I had to do was in, like I said, sex is an exchange of energy. So, you know, you can sit with that thought, see if it feels true for you or not, if it resonates with you. But when you carry those hurts and those energetic connections are made, there are cords that are still attached energetically. So I had to go through and see that cord between me and that person and just be very open and honest with the emotions, the hurt, the, um, actions that happened, whether it was me doing the actions to hurt them or them hurting me and say, okay, I accept, I forgive myself. I forgive them. I release you and I cut the cord. So again, I'm in this meditative space and I pull this person up in my mind and I see the energetic cord attachments. I see the lines running through. And when I can get to that place of, I forgive you, I release you. I no longer want this exchange of energy to affect my life because you're doing it for yourself. Ultimately, forgiveness is always about you, not the other person. And if you really want to move forward in your life and let it go, that's what the forgiveness work is all about. So I send love and light. I pull in light and love from source energy after I've connected with source and I pull lots of love and light in and I push that energy down that cord to them. And then once I get that love pushed down, I cut the cord and there's different ways that you can do this. You can imagine a giant pair of scissors literally cutting the cord. You can see it as a knife or sword slicing through. Um, I have sometimes called in and asked the goddess to cut the cord. I've also called on Archangel Michael to cut the cords. Um, and I see them literally split. And I just, you know, you're sending the love and then it's like, they just fade away because I'm done. I release you and that's no longer carried. And then the last thing I do to make sure it no longer affects me is I pull the cord out of me and I make sure that all the roots go with it. And then I just ask the goddess to take it and she does. And then I normally feel like a huge sigh of relief. Your self-worth has now went up. Yes. I feel so light and whole and happy, much more confident. Um, yeah, the worth and value, you know, it's like, you know, it's there, it's back. I'm worth it. I'm worthy. Right. And this is yeah. something you have to work on every day. I think there'll be new things creep in as a memory right. that hurts or, oh, well, heal it. 
right. fix it. Right. You, you, I can't do it for you. I can tell you how to do it. I can tell you ways to help yourself, but I can't heal that hurt, right, or that um, depravity that you feel within yourself, right. Only you can build yourself up, and that's where it all starts is within us, right, right. And words are a powerful thing. And your own words are powerful. Don't let other person's powerful words cause you to feel less powerful. Right. Don't accept it. You don't, don't have to. Not, you don't have to. And you can say, I don't accept that. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't have to say, I'm sorry. I do not accept that. I am worthy of this. I'm going to have this, and I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Watch me shine. Watch me glitter. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, I mean, we have to build our own happiness. We do. Right. No one's going to hand it to you. Right. And it starts with this this type of healing work. And a lot of times I find that, you know, once you open that door to start the healing work, you know, if you can dedicate yourself to heal the inner child and go back to that most hurtful moment and heal that. The rest becomes easier. Everything else is easier after that. It's that one big block, that one you run from, the one you don't want to face, the one you don't want to feel the one that causes all that energy to flow through your system that doesn't feel right. Because again, this is that feeling chakra. That's the one that's stuck. And that's the hardest one to remove. And once you get that one healed and cleared, the rest are so much easier to clear because you already know how. Once you do that first big one, you know the process. You're ready. You can do every single other one. And I also find that, you know, as you start this and you get the big ones out of the way, little things that you had completely forgotten about come up to start being healed. The triggers will start to present themselves so that you can go ahead and heal them because they're waiting to be healed. They're ready to be healed. You know, it's your time to live your best life, be your best you, literally, not just fluffy words like you've got to do the healing work and uh you know some affirmations are like i will not let anyone i have boundaries you're not allowed to cross my boundaries anymore Mm -hmm. right these are my boundaries don't cross them Mm -hmm. you know and like you had just said healing the inner child i'm like i said 54 i went back to like seven or eight when I got my feelings hurt mm-hmm. and that's when my emotional downfall started with the waves of highs, lows, me, everything. And now being able to look back and say, I heal that little girl. Mm-hmm. And I love that little girl. Yes. And you're going to be okay, little girl. Yes. That is amazing. Right. That is like... Huge healing. Huge healing. And yeah. once you can do that, and like, a, it's the I feel good about myself, and my boundary is you're not going to tell me that I'm not worthy of it. Right. 
you're not allowed. No one gets to determine your worth and your value except for you. Correct. Be passionate about your life. Yes. About who you are. Yes. And a lot of it, especially with this one, it's the womb chakra. And it's a lot of looking at your mother and healing any problems you have with your mother, your physical mother, but also Mother Earth. You know, if just thank her, you know, Mother Earth and Mother Country, whatever. If Mother is associated in your culture in any way, look at your relationship with that Mother. Right. How is it? Right. Heal it. You know, and if having a relationship with your mother or trying to heal a relationship with your mother in reality is not a possibility. You can always just within you heal, forgive. There doesn't have to be an actual exchange, right? You don't have to go and, you know, open this door with your physical mom to have a conversation. Even more. Right. And and cause even more hurt and drama and trauma. That's not going to be productive. You do not have to physically include that other person in your healing. No, not at all. Not at all. It's just, and even if they're not here, I mean, imagine if you don't, your mother's past, right? Well, how can you heal it? You can, you can, because you're healing it within. Right. Right. You go again, you know, step back in time, step back into the energies Feel it. Feel what got stuck at that point in time. Allow your body to feel it and process it now so that you can release it and let it go. And then you can look at everything from a different perspective, from the higher perspective. And, you know, find a place of compassion for yourself. You know, whether it was you were that child and there was nothing you could do to protect yourself or or help yourself. Have compassion for that. It's okay. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. You know, maybe your parent was dealing with so much more at the time that you didn't know about as a child. But now as an adult, maybe going through the experiences of life and being an adult yourself and realizing how hard it actually is can give you a reference point when you step back in that time to find compassion for them enough to be able to forgive and release. There doesn't have to be a verbal exchange at all. But once you forgive, release. Yes. Send it to the universe. Let it be gone. That way you don't have to deal with that. It's not stuck anymore. anymore. Right. You Um, don't have all that stuck energy in that chakra anymore. It's free to flow and you have a fresh new outlook on your life, your value, your worth. Your creativity can get a boost you know, your sexuality and your thoughts about your sexuality can start to shift and change and open and you feel more confident, you know, that's what happens when you do that healing work. You know, you just, when you can feel confident and secure with who and what you are and it eliminates the need for another person, where you can fully and wholly be you and bring that to the table, knowing 
that you are confident and capable of choosing somebody who is of equal worth and value to you, that's a whole nother relationship. That's a whole nother level of, it becomes a sacred connection. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, it's perfect harmony. Right. And that, that energy exchange is so powerful powerful and sacred and special and it's a whole new level. It's a whole new level of just wow. Because again, it is, it's energy exchange and you want to make sure that who and what you are exchanging energy with matches your vibration Mm -hmm. and your worth and your value. And I mean, it's uh, once you're, you're healing and you're healed, you know, your desire will change mm. the way before you may thought, oh, I'm going to have that man tonight. Where you look at that man, that same man, after you heal, be like, what was I even, why? Right. Did that even cross my mind? Right. I'm worth so much more than what he has to offer me. Right. So you'll see, you know. Or even the energy. Like, right. You'll be able to feel. The right. Drop. Wow. I didn't even realize how off-putting that energy right. was once you can feel feel and the feel that chakra you become intuitive like yes no you not today feel it. you yes. just automatically like oh wow yeah no your energy's off i don't want you anywhere near me <laughs> right and you'll be able to you'll be more disciplined in your emotions it will be more of you know i just don't want that one night stand quick fix right for me anymore right i want the emotional connection the sacred connection I want that level of joy. Right. And I'm worth it. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you'll feel better. You'll feel good. You know, I feel good. I feel great. I feel loved. Uh, I am powerful. I am a sexual person. Right. And, and that is okay. Right. You know, I'm blessed. I feel blessed. And remember, this is the I feel. Right. I feel. So if you feel blessed, I feel blessed. I feel loved. I feel empowered. Yes. Yes. I feel enriched. And feel what that energy actually feels like within your body when you say those words, when you think those words, you know, and, and you can tell, like, if you, when you start this work and you start to tell yourself negative things and negative self-talk you can feel what that feels like in your body it doesn't feel in. you start drawing in right the energy starts to to just retract upon itself and you feel that tightening in your body and you feel that i know sometimes for me it can feel tingly and spiky is kind of the best way i have to describe it it doesn't feel good and i'm like ah i don't want this I don't want this. I don't want this. That's why I tell a lot of people to empower themselves. The best thing you do is look in the mirror and talk to yourself as if you're giving yourself a prep talk. You are beautiful. Mm. You have this today. No matter what anybody else says, no, you're loved. You are worthy and you're going to walk, excuse me, rock the world today. Yeah. And, don't look at it as you're talking to yourself, but you're a, another person talking 
saying, you've got this. You're going to do this. And it's, it fills you. And you're like, today starts my day. Yes, I am powerful and I am at peace. Right. Right. And I mean, it doesn't, when you're brushing your teeth, after you get done brushing your teeth, look in the mirror. You've got this today. You're going to say what you're going to do, mm-hmm. send it out into the universe, and make it happen. Right. Yeah. Because you can do that. Yeah. And know you can. Right. You know, and if you're, if you struggle with that, you know, maybe start with, okay, when you're looking at mirror, what would you say to your child? Mm. What kind of positive things would you want your child to know? You know, if that's an easier place for you to shift into. I'm proud of you. Right, right. If that's an easier place to start, do that. Or if you don't have a child, maybe, you know, a loved one, a sister, uh, you know, um, a best friend, you know, somebody you love and care about. What would you want to uplift them with? Yes. What would you want to say to make them feel good? You know, start with that energy if you have to, you know, but until maybe you feel confident and worthy enough to, to say it to yourself. It might take time and that's okay. And I'm, I think we need to start realizing that when someone says something to us, don't take it as a sexual insult. If someone says, hi, beautiful, how are you today? Mm. Take it as they sincerely mean you're beautiful. Maybe they don't mean on the outside. Maybe they just seen the inside of your soul. Right. Or they seen your aura. And it's, hey, beautiful, how are you today? Right. Right. You know, don't take everything as, oh, what do you want from me? Why are you being nice to me? Right. What do you, stop being that way. Right. If someone compliments you, Accept it, appreciate it, and glow with it. Right. And if you struggle with accepting the compliment, you know, that's probably a sign that you need some healing. Yeah. You need to spend some time with yourself and learning to love yourself and forgive yourself. Now, this chakra, the sacral, is that correct? I can't ever say it right. I'm sorry, people. (laughs) But it's associated with water. So, um... You know, take a walk in the woods. Put your feet in the stream or creek and walk. Mm. Go to the ocean. Yes. And step in the ocean. Breathe in the air. Meditate. Just just live in that moment of the breeze hitting you, the sun shining down on you, the water flowing between your feet and legs. Yeah. That is part of the healing. That is when the water rushes in. It's cleaning you, and when it goes back out, it's taking away yeah. all that away from you. Release that and let it go. And let it go. When you feel the tide come in, push it down into the water, and as you feel it going out, it's gone. Right. It's gone back out to never be dealt with again. Right. That is one of the... In the stream, it's flowing down river. Right. It's going away from you. It's not sticking to you right to cling to you let it flow away Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that we do is we cling to memories and things that mean nothing to us and with this being an orange chakra anything that you eat that's orange oranges mangoes 
uh, pumpkin, peaches, carrots, anything orange is going to help heal this chakra. And you've got to manifest that within yourself. And these stones, I believe, Miss Whitney is just like a crystal expert sitting here. <laughs> She's really good with crystals, and I'm just starting to delve a little bit more into it. But um, usually your orange crystals. Yes. And uh, Absolutely. So carnelian is one of the best stones. I'm sure you guys are going to get sick of me saying this, but it is a self-cleansing stone, and it will help cleanse. So, you know, when you're doing this work, put that carnelian stone over that chakra and let it help clean it out. Let it pull out the old emotions and memories and the traumas and let them flow. Give yourself permission to feel. Give yourself permission to cry. Stop labeling your emotions as good or bad. They are. They are there to serve you. They are there to let you know when something is going on when within you, you know, so give yourself permission, but you can use that carnelian there and, and let it work its magic. You've also got citrine. Amber is a great one. Uh, tangerine quartz is wonderful to work with when you want to heal uh, the sacral chakra. It will just, you know, sleep with it. If that's not, if this is something that you know you want to heal, it might take time. It could take a day. It could take two months. It doesn't matter as long as it takes. But again, focus on those orange foods. You know, keep these stones with you. Wear them in your pocket. Put them under your pillow. Whatever you need to do. Sunstone's another great one. Uh, orange calcite, golden or honey calcite, uh, coral. There's uh, orange aventurine, golden topaz. Uh, tiger's eye. So, I mean, you've got lots of, of options. Um, but yeah, work with your crystals. Go back to that crystal episode on, you know, what can you do to, to work with them? Hmm. There we got the essential oils and the, you know, aromatherapy. Smells play a big yes. part in your happiness. Like, for example, Thanksgiving, you smell a pumpkin pie. Yes. You cannot wait to have a slice of that pumpkin pie. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, um, <laughs> Valentine's, you smell chocolate. Mm. It's, it's all about the chocolate. Mm. Their smells trigger emotions mm -hmm. and memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the... I'll give all this to you, so... Okay, so... Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you want to, you know, fire up your creativity you know, get some orange and clove. Uh, you can mix those together. That should start to spice things up to get your creativity flowing. You've got uh, sandalwood, uh, clary sage, but if you're pregnant, stay away from that one. Uh, nutmeg's another good one you can mix in to, to help charge up and amp up your creativity. Um, again, for your healing work, you can use jasmine. Jasmine will be a great support to help you flow through um, this healing work because it keeps your vibration really high and that's where you need to be when you're going to try to feel these things and, you know, process and heal now, and release. Now, is Jasmine the one that you had put on me the other day and I started feeling really good? Yes. 
Yes. Jasmine is comes needs to come with a label warning. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> because it makes you happy. Oh, it I makes mean, you super happy. Super happy. And you know, even if you don't have the oil, you can get jasmine tea. Brew a cup of the jasmine tea, breathe it in, you know, smell it as you're drinking it, really truly enjoy it. And I can't tell you so me and my sister, we went to eat at the um Thai restaurant one night and we split a pot of jasmine tea. Those people in there, they probably see it because they sell the jasmine tea, but I'm sure the other people in there were like, are they drunk? Like we were laughing so hard over everything. Like it is such a, a mood and energy booster. Um, again, highly recommend it. Yes, highly <laughs> recommend it. If you want to feel good, if you want to feel, you know, just like Hi, you've got online. Yes, Hi. yeah, Hi. exactly. <laughs> jasmine is amazing. I will tell you though, if you are pregnant, stay away from the jasmine because it can trigger um, it can trigger you to go into labor. So if you're not ready to have that baby. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Stay away from the job. Now, if you're nine months pregnant and two weeks overdue, <laughs> you're ready. Go <laughs> get you a pot of jasmine tea and drink it, and that baby will be coming, and you'll be happy about it. Right. <laughs> but um, and we're going to end here, I believe, with a um, few quick notes on dive into your childhood forgiveness. Yes. You are worthy. Yes. And do not let other people define your worth. Right, exactly. And and do not use sexuality as a definition of that worth. Right, right. You know, one of the biggest things that goes along with all of this healing work is releasing the story. Whatever your story is of why you are the way you are. You have to be willing to let that go so that you can move forward and heal and be happy in life. You've got to let go of the stories, the constant, you know, shit that runs in your head. I'm wanting to interrupt you right here. Go ahead. Songs. Mm, Yeah. I uh, was coming to visit one day and a song from the 80s come on. Whitney Houston, how do I know that you really love me? Mm. And it just flooded me. And I burst into tears crying. I had to go back to that 19-year-old girl. Yeah. And the supposed love of my life. Right. And realize I had defined every relationship after him on him. Every man I met was incomparable to my first love. Right. And finally, listening to the lyrics of the song, I had put a spell on myself. Mm-hmm. Because you repeat it. You right. Repeat it. You repeat those lyrics. You repeat those words. You repeat them and repeat them. You know it by heart. Right. What you're putting out is what you're getting. Yeah. And I had to cut that cord. Yes. To him to that song so that when that song come on and it did the next day shut up no <laughs> I heard it I did not cry good for you I didn't cry because I was like oh here we go because it was the trigger I was like I'm going to cry no I'm not I'm good I'm not going back to that girl that loved that man unconditionally and I devalued my worth right right 
because I wanted him to love me and I let it go and I'm fine now. And yes. when I heard that song, I was like, I'm good, but also be weary. And I'm telling you, if you'll look back at what you're suffering with to heal this chakra, there's going to be a song. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a certain person. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got to release that song because yes. I guarantee you when it comes on the radio, you go back poof, and you're right there in that moment. You're loving them. You're kissing them. You're showing them how much you love them, how much you want to be with them. But it's not returned the way you're giving it and you don't realize it then. Right. But you realize it now. Right. So you have to go back and while you're there, forgive. I love you. I'm pushing it back out. I forgive myself. I'm more worthy. I'm cutting the cord. Yes. And I'm telling you, I've done this so many times. I'm, I'm high on life. Right. Whitney can tell you, in the last year, I have changed so much. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh, yes, you too. Just by releasing the past hurts. Yeah. And forgiving and saying goodbye. Right. And... You know, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably had that story around him in your head that you carried for all those years where you were self-sabotaging every relationship thereafter because you had this story in your head that was based on this past first love, right? right? And when you cut that cord and you let go of the story, you were able to see the patterns with yes. the relationships. Yes. And that's the truth. And, and then, I had to go to each one of them yes. and fix that. Because yeah. it was all my fault. Right. All of it was mine. You are not worthy to love me because mm. you're not like yada, yada, yada. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was still looking for yada, 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 <laughs> and all these men. Right. I'm not going to say names. But, right. you know, and he, he, I've never found him. Right. And I never will because I don't want him. Exactly. Exactly. The truth of it is, I your never, soul knows. He's not it. Yeah. Yeah. It was all me looking for a daddy figure to love. Right. right. Because daddy didn't give me the love I thought I needed. Right. So I was looking for a daddy figure. Mm. Long story. We're going to cut it there. I mean, <laughs> we're going to do a show so that y'all get to know us better. I promise you're going to get do a show about Whitney and myself so we can tell you about who we are, where we're from, and all that. That'll probably be coming up soon. Right. But that's a good point, though, that, like, there are so many connections. And like I was saying, you know, with my relationships, the hurts I was carrying, you know, and there are a lot of times layers to these hurts, you know, and different players and different time periods. And, but it all goes back to that one core moment of, I didn't feel loved or I didn't feel appreciated or I didn't feel accepted or I, I didn't pushed away. Yes. I wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the story. And once you find that spot in right. time, yeah. Your healing process begins because yes. you find that spot in time. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, it's childhood. It's right. in your childhood. Yeah. It's not teenage years. It's not adult years. It's in your childhood. Right. You start there and you work forward. Mm-hmm. And as you're working forward and you're contemplating what you've progressed in doing, 
you're going to go back a little bit. Oh, I remember this. I need to heal that. Yeah. Then you'll progress. Then something will come up, a trigger, a moment, a song, a perfume smell, a cologne smell, something, a deja vu moment Ah, yes. will come up and you'll be like, hmm. Yeah. And then there it is. Yeah. And it may work backwards. You know, it, it, if you can get to that root problem, that root, you know, where things kind of got off, that's the best place. But it could it could work backwards. You know, if you think the big hurt is, you know, example, the, the first love, right? you know, that's the big hurt from you. But once you heal that and you peel the layers off, like you said, you found it was really not well, big, love. Right. Right. Well, my father loved me. So sometimes it, yeah, it goes in different, you know, but it's all there to be healed. You know, if, if a memory of something pops in your head that was hurtful to you, it's not there to make you suffer. It's there saying, please heal me. Please release me. Please love the me that was there then and release it. That's why those things happen. That's why they're there. Right. You know, pay attention to that. Don't just get angry all over again or get sad all over again or get depressed all over again. No, it's begging you to heal. And don't send out negative, like, oh, I really hate that person for doing this to me. Why did they get away with that? Or why did they make that's not right? Because that's negative energy that you're pushing out that's still attaching itself to you. Right. You don't want negativity attaching itself to you. Right. So the minute you feel that, so, okay, wait a minute. Own it. Yes. Own the feeling. Yes. Feel it. Feel the feels. And say, I'm not going to allow you in my boundary. Right. And the healing that you had talked about, how you do it or right. how I do it or how you do it. Right. How anybody does it. Do it. Right. And then you'll see. You'll, you'll see. see. Yeah. And you'll feel the release. And you'll feel so much better for it. Now, um... We're going to leave you with one last thought, and that is that we have a website called thewitchsource.com. Mm-hmm. You can go visit there. You can email us at thewitchsource at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You can find you us on quick. Facebook, The Witch Source. Just type that in Facebook. Um, we should pop up. And um, any questions, yeah. feel free. Let us know questions, comments. Messages. Please do. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, like I said, we'll be doing an episode about who we are and how long we've been practicing and what we do. And we look forward to hearing from you and love, light, and blessings to you all.